everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Always Open. I am your host, Barbara Dunkelman, and today I am joined by two of my wonderfulest friends. That's not a word, but I'll pretend it is for today. We have Blizz Bear joining us. Welcome back to the show. Lovely as always. And very special guest and very good friend of ours, Lori Bird. Hi. Good morning. I will end you. I thought you would give me five minutes before you started shitting on me. (laughs) It's not nice to shit on queer artists. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Now I'm the villain. Oh, no. Now? I feel like you've always been You thrive on the attention so bad. I do what i need i want to throw this in your face <laughs> i want to throw this I in want, your face for for people who don't know me and Lori, oh, right, no, right, 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 right. we are friends we are friends <laughs> this is one of my best friends <laughs> literally one of my best the friends. the first time i think i told somebody else this the other day but the first time rooster teeth actually had you out here the uh, october of like 21 to, like just to visit kind yeah. of thing Wait, yeah well, yeah we're with the chief hunter yeah the very first time yeah. i picked you up from the airport and we like went and had veggie burgers like late that night it was our first time meeting too yeah and now you're all the way over here look how fancy and important oh my god are. no we're not we're not here to talk about me oh my god oh, oh, well no Whoa. we're not i was Whoa. giving you i was giving you that like what 30 second now you're done it's <laughs> but kidding. i like the i like the narrative better of like you just met for the first time right right each other I mean, in that moment, though, that's when I knew that I wanted to move to Austin. You and Laurel were, like, one of my main reasons that I felt comfortable moving here. And so I'm very happy that, you know. Oh, and Barbara. And Barbara was also a part of that. But but it was, I don't know, I feel very comfortable and I'm very happy to have the support circle that I have here. And you've helped contribute to, to that. So thank you. I love you, fucker. And that's the last thing I'm going to say that today. That's the only nice miss allowed. Really? Yeah. Now I'm done. Yeah. Now we're done. Now we're done. Yeah. That works for me. (laughs) Can't believe it's not going to make it in the post. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Welcome to Always Open. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a long time coming. Thank you. Oh, my God. I I think I remember when you announced this show was coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, And I was so excited because I think at that time I'd only come to visit for Squad Team Force. Yeah. Rest in peace. May she rest in peace. (laughs) The murderer of Squad Team Force here today. Yep. Um, we did a play DVD, and it's fun because I was even telling you in the lobby today coming in, I get to see the evolution of my own kind of makeup and drag. <laughs> yeah. And it's so fun when you do drag just around people who like, are not other drag queens because generally people are like, oh my God, you look amazing. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I guess I look amazing. And then I look at the photo from back then, and I'm thinking all of you shady motherfuckers <laughs> should have told me that I looked a mess. It wasn't that bad. I, I think you've always looked amazing. Yeah, you looked amazing. I think your time. your techniques are improving. Okay, th- th- maybe that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, the practice. And I guess that's like part of doing anything creative is you want to look back at the previous things and think, oh, that was horrible. You know, because yeah. you then see the growth. I always hate looking back at old photos of me in an outfit. I thought at the time I was slaying it. Right, right. And then I go, what the fuck was I doing? That doesn't fit me right. That doesn't go together at all. And then oh. now I'm worried that like anything I wear nowadays, I'll look back in five years and be like, what the fuck was I doing then? But well, I feel like that that's part of the fun. It's part it of is. Life, right? It's because part of the fun. If, if you don't look back, I feel like if I, I'd rather look back and say, why was I wearing, you know, like, why was I dressed like Barney? <laughs> or cow. I literally have photos of myself just as a giant inflatable cow in front of. Yeah, but that that was iconic. That's though. iconic. Thank you. Oh, God. It's so hard being a talent these days. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> anyway, but I, I'd rather look like this, like Austin Powers. Fabulous. I, I think you know what? Remake Austin Powers and cast me. I don't know who makes that movie. Well, now what the, the question is, what would it be called? Because it can't be Austin mm. Powers. Austin Prowess? 
I think it would be the spy who dragged me in Austin Powers story. Okay. The spy who dragged me, drag, get it? Dragged it's and fun. dragged, yes. An Austin Powers like story. Something like one of those. I love a title that is so dramatic for no reason. Like a drama gaze presents blah, 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 blah. You yeah. could do like I love it. Goldfinger. Ooh. Right, right. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Goldfinger. Yeah, just, just use what they already did once. Fingerer, though. Goldfingerer. Yeah. Goldfingerer. Mm. Everyone's so creative. The spy who <laughs> shagged me, dragged me. Um, I'd go see it. Well, something that I wanted to talk about today was drag performance. Right. Lori is, for those of you who don't know, an incredible drag performer here in Austin. Uh, I've had the pleasure of going to a few of your shows, some of which that you have written and produced and starred in and have done such an amazing and creative job putting those together. Thank you. Um, For those of you who don't know, could you actually explain like the creative process behind all that? Absolutely. So drag comes in all shapes and sizes and uh, styles. We -hmm. see horror drag. We see very what we call pageant drag, which is what you might expect. It's very glamorous, very just big hair, big shiny sparkles, glitter sequins, all that. Um, We have comedy, all kinds of things, honestly. What I do is more, I like a production. Yeah. I like a theater. And I like things that are so stupid and silly that you can't help but to have fun. <laughs> like, I don't want it, I want it to be just smart enough that you're like, oh, that's fun. But not inaccessible. Like, I need you to be mm. five, I want you to be able to be five shots in and still having just as much fun as if you were sober. So I, I make a show where I like, uh, I parody movies, video games, musicals, television shows, and so I do it every month at Oil Can Harry's here in Texas, uh, Austin. Don't know why I said Texas. <laughs> I do it every month here in Austin. Austin. And I will write a script that is like a loose parody of something I enjoy. And the parody will often have very little to do with the original material. Just yeah. I generally just take either like the name or the concept and go from there. So, for example, my first show was called or uh, it was a, a parody of A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. And so I called it A Star is Corn. <laughs> right. Which I forgot good. about this one. And it was <laughs> so good. The whole storyline was a piece of corn that comes to life. And then two farmers <laughs> and the corn enter a love triangle. And then the county fair is coming up. Naturally. And so there's just like, we're breaking up a marriage. The corn is the like, drama. it's drum, it's dramatic and stupid. And so honestly, I think like my, my mantra is like, I challenge you to not have a good time at my shows. It's impossible. I just think, I think you, I hope yeah. so. I'm going to do that next time. Not have a good time. Shut the, yeah. shut the I'm gonna, fuck I'm going to watch you the whole time just going, yeah. crowding in the corner. Right. I'm impossible. You're normally, well, because we get to the bar and then you're like, shots, shots, everybody shots. No, okay. In a good way, though. Like yes, a in a good way. Because I always I, say yes. Yeah. Yeah, I want to make sure that you're prepared to go on stage. I think you want to see me me fall down. No. No, I think you want to see my downfall. Yeah. I think you want to <laughs> see me get on that stage and trip, see my wig come off, fall on my face, break my nose. That would be a Think about the amount see. of tips you would get, I know. Though, think right? about the amount of tips. I'm helping <laughs> you in the future. <laughs> I don't have med- Okay. <laughs> I don't have medical insurance. So the you fact that- You could use that to your benefit you know of what? saying, I, ouchie, hurt myself, don't have medical insurance, money please. Money please. Money, please. And then the whole thing was just faked. It was a wooden leg. <laughs> Love it. Oh Absolutely. my God. That's your next little bit. You Thank you. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to do my next. My next one is actually my birthday show. I'll be mm. 25 
um, oh on August 15th. I know. Oh I know. You're so young. 25. I'm like 10 years older than you. <laughs> Are you 30? Well, I'm, I just turned 34. So technically, I'm then nine. You're like nine or so years. But just for fun, we can say you're a whole decade older. I'm just kidding. That's not fun. It's for okay, anyone. Barbara. I'm 27. I understand. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know how what anyone I stands you. But um, I don't know. Something, too, that I love as well, because I think like. Usually when people think of drag, they think of like lip syncing to these mm-hmm. songs and these performances um, that these people put on, which is so entertaining and fun. But you do it in such a unique way where you incorporate these like big, very famous songs that you do perform into the theme of the production that you're doing, which I love. Thank you. It's like, like you a just story. Did... It's your storytelling yeah. oh, to yeah, the audience. We... And it's so nice. So the whole show is it's a giant story where um, I so I write the script and me and my castmates, we will record the lines. So I'm also a, a Twitch streamer. Uh, you can find me at Lori Bird, L-A-W-R-I-E Bird on Twitch. Fantastic. Uh, thank you. And so I have a, a, a hand in um, like audio and editing Things like that. So we cut the lines together. We cut the music together. I will just kind of create this whole experience with sound effects. And, you know, we'll do, a, we'll score the under the lines. Mm-hmm. And there will be moments that have just certain, like, it's it's like watching one of those cartoons in, like, 2008 where every three seconds <laughs> there was, like, a whip crack or, like, a would you, yeah, there was yeah. just noises because everyone was so starving for stimulation i think yeah or those like radio shows where absolutely like, like, <laughs> which it <laughs> makes sense <laughs> because before the pandemic uh so i graduated in may of 2020 congrats call it thank you college um i'm not that young but i had a, a job lined up <laughs> with a radio station in dallas really right and then um of course COVID happened and i just never i never went anywhere Thank God you didn't. I honestly, thank God I didn't. Right? Right. But I did, like, I went to school for um, PR and communication, oh, wow. all that stuff. So, yeah, I, so I have a, a huge background in, like, production and, like, editing. What, what about theater? Did you ever have a background I in did, theater? I did theater all throughout high school, but I oh, never okay. pursued it through college. Because that yeah, makes sense to me. You look like yeah, a theater kid. I w- and elaborate. <laughs> you look... Theater kids, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I would say you True. act like a you theater act like kid. a theater kid, as in I you really are do. an incredible performer. Oh, thank you. Right. No, I know. I I give theater kids a lot of flack because we are all uh, overstimulated, mm. bunch of little little, little, little people. But, yeah, but we, get shit, but we get, we get shit done. <laughs> we get we get shit done. I will say we get shit done. It's because you're used to relying on yourself to like. Oh, yeah. Put things together. Absolutely. You know? I can say, so I've been friends with you for a hot heckin' minute. Oh, Before yeah. October minute. 2021, I want to say. I met you in October, or in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been super cool to see you perform on stage, but also I've seen with every show, your confidence has gone up so much higher than it was. Oh, yeah. Like, thank you. Early, early days. Oh, thank you. And it's super, like, I have seen your drag perform. I've seen your technique perform. I've looked at previous pictures because we've taken pictures together, obviously. Right. <laughs> and you are at a point where you're always perfecting your craft and you're always growing. And that is just super inspiring, first and foremost. Thank and you. I do want to say thank you for um, introducing me to drag as well because I didn't really have that queer community back in Maryland. So coming to Austin, I was a little bit af- afraid of getting into queer stuff. Right. But you literally held my hand and said, hey, we're doing gay shit now. I love Let's it. go. And I'm like, oh, okay. it's so much more fun than anything else. And I, I, I think not to be someone who's like, oh, everything gay is better than everything straight. 
But when it comes to nightlife entertainment, there's a level of just like letting loose and having fun. Absolutely, and just, it's just like pure joy is the right. best way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. It, yeah. it really is. Um, and no one is judging each other either. It's all We really just, aren't. Like, oh, yeah. We have just... no time. Right. <laughs> that's, why I, <laughs> the time. that's why I love drag, too, because especially with right now where we are, the definition of drag is so skewed and so yeah. um, wildly taken as a as an ins- – or it's just it, – it's, it's a bad word now. Drag yeah. is a bad word. Yeah. Because – you have these people who, and we see this every few decades, but people who I just, they'll try this every once in a while uh, to persecute uh, queer people. Uh, and now, now that we have like a better understanding in the language of uh, our trans siblings, mm-hmm. they're also, they're so much more the target than we are because people have sort of realized that, oh, well, we're never really going to be able to attack queer people as successfully as we were you know decades ago right but we sure can attack a more marginalized community of trans people mm-hmm. when they make up less than i believe it's 0.1 percent of our that. Po- mm-hmm. if that yeah so the the villa the the vilifying these people do is wild because they take drag and they think oh my gosh it's these these people who dress up and try to hurt people or how it's direct, they think it's like trying to sexualize children Absolutely. or like yeah. put children in a, where it's like, do you know how much sexual content children are uh, just, how, how much they are um, exposed to constantly in straight media Absolutely. and in everything and everything day to day, magazines, television shows, movies, constantly. And like, I think that's one of my biggest frustrations with like the misconceptions in mm-hmm. terms of like drag and what people nowadays relate it to. Um, it's so inc- like every time I have ever seen any content with drag queens or like any type of brunch or even like events where children are present, it's always just like magical and oh my god, yes. sweet. And it's like they it's like a princess and it's like this beautiful moment. It's like never in a sexualized manner. Right. And if it is, it's usually at a nightclub mm-hmm. where it's like twenty one and over and it, people know what they're getting into, and that's kind of like the what people know that they're getting into for and that. Yeah. Just like any art, any musician, any actor, you wouldn't call an actor uh, you know, a hateful word for performing in a rated R film and then turning around and doing like a, a children's animated cartoon. Right. Yeah. It's the same. It's thing. the same thing. So like, I mean, I can't think of I don't I don't know actors. I don't know anybody if I'm being honest. I barely know my own name. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you you can go to um a concert for the same band in two different days and see different tailored material to the audience because we are just professional adults who know the difference between this is appropriate for this audience and this isn't. Yes. Right. And the the idea that drag queens are all these like, what they try to sell is that drag queens are, you know, old men in dresses trying to hurt your kids. Drag Queens drag artists are most of them hate kids. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely that's, honest. Okay, uh, drag queens. So tr- most of them hate kids. Look, I don't. I don't give a fuck about your kids. I don't want them around me. I don't want them near me. I don't want to see them. Kids are great. I used to work with kids. I yeah. used to be a, a behavioral therapist for ch- uh, children with disabilities. Love that job. The kids loved me. I was amazing at my job. But whenever you're a queer person, people will so often reduce who you are to who you are attracted to. Yeah. And when they do that, all they focus on then is, 
oh, you're a queer person, you are inherently sexual, so everything you do is inherently sexualizing the things around you. Yeah. Oh, if you're around kids, you're sexualizing kids. And it's so easy for them to make that jump because so many people don't care about logic right now. Right. Have you noticed people are off their fucking rockers these days? I saw a video of this guy fingering a chicken breast. Yep, talking about how it was Talking about how printed. it was AI 3D printed. All are those words okay? together. <laughs> all those words together. He said, it is AI 3D printed chicken. What does that mean to you, Barbara? Uh, <laughs> if I came to you and said, here's an AI 3D printed chicken. I would go, uh, AI... 3D printed chicken. What makes you say that? <laughs> Why would you think that? And they don't know. They don't know. And so these, like, uh, uh, I saw a, a butcher reply to this this video, and he said, "It's it's just a chicken, dude. It's just a it's chicken. just a chicken. No one's trying. And that person no one's trying to gotcha. No one. On everyone is out to get everyone these uh, days. Yeah, Have you are. noticed that? That's the thing oh that I don't. Gosh. I think honestly, when I really try to distill it down, it all comes from fear. It everything Absolutely. comes from fear. People who are. They don't want to admit it. They just want to vilify these people who they don't understand or like a way of life or a lifestyle that they don't understand because they're scared of it and they just don't understand it. Um, where it's it's people who dress differently, who love differently, who believe differently. And they are in such this very closed-minded mindset of anyone who thinks differently is wrong. Right. Yeah. And I just don't get it and therefore it's wrong. Right. And that's yeah. it. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's just like super, it's super weird to me because I've always come from a background of like, I always want to learn and I always want to grow and like coming across someone who's just like, I don't want to learn. You're bad. Everything that you're doing is bad. I'm just like, dude, how are you still here? <laughs> I feel so bad for them because I think so often those people aren't malicious. I, yeah, people call me, I don't think it's a matter of not like naive, naivete. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a matter of me not understanding that there are people who are malicious and yeah. want to see people like me not exist. But I choose to believe the vast majority just truly don't know any better because mm -hmm. I was raised in a small town. I was raised in a small town, rural America, like as, you know, God fearing, country loving as it gets. Mm. And I'm still out here a drag queen. No one, I didn't see drag queens, like, or I didn't even know drag existed until I was 19 years old. Wow. Yeah. But I knew that straight people existed. I knew that, like, these most outrageous, like, bachelorette and bachelor parties, I would see, you know, parents with their toddlers on a play day, and they'd be like, oh, look at that little ladies, man. What? That's pushing. That's a. Pushing an agenda. It's Legos. It's Legos. Mama, that's Legos. <laughs> yeah. That's Legos. But pushing I'm, me existing is, exactly, pushing yeah. an agenda. The, so The thing that also yeah. bothers me so much about it, obviously there's a lot of like hypocritical ways of thinking. <laughs> oh. But to me, the, the biggest one is people talk about freedom. Mm -hmm. and my, you're, mm. you're, you know, infringing on my freedom or like this is America, freedom, freedom, freedom. Yet you are doing everything in your power to control someone else's ability to live their life the way they want You're to. You're gatekeeping freedom. And it's literally like <laughs> you doing drag, someone being trans, someone being, you know, gay, bisexual, whatever it is, literally has zero effect on your right. life. And you trying to take that away from them is only infringing upon their freedom to be who they want to be. Freedom for me, not for thee. Absolutely. <laughs> Get it tattooed on my ass. It's just because it's so true. They don't. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about freedom. They don't give a. Uh, ooh. Also. So. Okay. That's <laughs> I'm, ooh. I get so animated about this. I'm so sorry. No. Please. So back in March, I testified on the Texas Senate floor 
in full drag, thank you, in front of the um, Senate Affairs Committee when they were first hearing what was then called SB 12, which was the anti-drag bill. Um, And I sat there. I waited, you know, seven, eight hours that day hearing people talk about. So there were maybe 280 people that spoke that day. And we were against the bill. And there were, so out of the 280 people that spoke, there were maybe only 35 to 40 that spoke in favor of the bill. Really? And those people, it was like listening to a Parks and Rec sketch. Oh, God, to be a fly on the wall of that, because I... The, mm. the, the mental dissonance of being in, like, you know, a revered kind of sanctuary type space, you know, of a, the Texas Senate... And then here's some guy screaming about a, a article he read about drag queens trying to lick people on their crotch during shows at like noon. And they actually had to stop him because he was so incoherent. <laughs> it's just these people, they are literally blinded by rage. Yeah. They're so mad and or, I don't think they fully know what they're mad or at. Or they want to believe a certain way of thinking. And so they cherry pick these mm-hmm. usually fake stories to try to prove the point that they want to make. It's a confirmation bias thing. We mm-hmm. talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, of like, well, I believe drag queens are harassing children. So let me find any instance of them being near children or doing something sexual and then merge those two things together as if they are one instance. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's the same way a lot of people in this country think mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> the way they go about all information. Right. And they, because there's a, <laughs> most re- the most recent thing I could think of is... Um, this outlet here in Texas who by the way so this is like it's called a I'm not going to give the name because it doesn't deserve the time of day but <laughs> there's one person behind it but they make it seem like you know there's this coalition of people against drag queens mm-hmm. in favor of defending the kids they took a photo of a daytime all like ages event a story I saw time this, yes and took photos of these kids handing a, a drag queen a, a, like some dollars. And the drag queen was not even dressed even remotely promiscuously. Yeah. I've seen nuns in more scantily clad behavior. Or parents who take their kids to Hooters. Oh, don't even get me. Oh, who, you know what? They do have good wings, though. They do have great wings. But if I tried to work there, <laughs> you could I'd bad. take your husband. <laughs> I don't care about your fucking kids, but I will take I, your husband. There you go. That's um, what they're really afraid of. But they they edited a photo of this daytime, you know, outdoor family-friendly event. And they edited it to look make it look like it was in this night. It was also a shit show of a It was a really job. bad, it was oh, such yeah. a bad really edit. Bad at it. But these people, they see it and it's what they want to believe. So oh, yeah. Go, this is real. Yeah. Oh, Twitter ate it up. Like the oh, Republican sure. Twitter ate it up. For yeah. Sure. And I also say this, like, I, I think even where I'm at today, anytime I do any kind of production or show – if they people who will see me and then immediately start going into the comments about it pushing a woke agenda, I would like everyone to know I don't get up early enough to have an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a notepad with my goals for the day or the week. Gay people aren't like getting together before like lunch and saying, Oh, all right, we got him in Texas. Now we're moving up to Montana to get the kids there. We are we are not in any way, shape, or form organized to do anything remotely that big. Just well, live well, in your fucking life, Lori. That's not Absolutely. true. What do you think brunch is for? That's where we talk about that all the time. Oh, you're so true. <laughs> I forgot about. Oh, oh yeah, secret br- secret brunch. Sorry, secret brunch is when we push the agenda. Want, I just want someone also who uses the term woke agenda to actually explain what they think the word woke means. I it is my just, favorite word these days because 
everyone uses it and no one has a concise definition. <laughs> because to me, the idea of being woke is being mindful of other people's struggles and needs and that everyone has a very distinct experience and life and things that they go through and trying to be mindful and aware of making everyone comfortable and safe. So right. a simple understanding of the human human life. <laughs> human life. You which would which think to me is like basic. If you are against that, what does that say about you? It, it's so funny because I want right for I'll humans, but not all humans. That's what's right, yeah. right, right. It's just and if you want rights for humans, uh, you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah, it's going through these hoops to to make it to make the idea of accessibility and open mindedness the most vile ideas possible. They'll jump through so many hoops to make it sound like it's the worst thing. How dare you care about other people? How very (laughs) dare dare. How dare? Yeah. How dare you have an agenda? How dare you care about other people when when trans people are coming after our kids? Honestly, if you're so concerned about that, look at the church. Just look at the church. That's more dangerous. (laughs) Having your child in church is more dangerous than having your child in a drag show. I mean, statistically. (laughs) Statistically. I have so many opinions about the hypocrisy between... Uh, the way we no one cares about what happens in a church and how many children and even adults are because no, that's with the god church. because it's the way that god. god and i say this as somebody i i went to church growing up i went to like a, a few different types of churches 22 years religious right and mama those people were some of the most rude rude it, let me tell you i have i have heard less vicious gossip between some drunk gay men at like 2 a.m. at the bar. And by the way, I'm going to say this. Gay drunk men are some of the most vicious human beings in the world. <laughs> but like in a in a sweet like a fun way. way. Oh, in a sweet in way. A yeah, way. sorry, sorry. Yeah. It sounds so horrible. <laughs> and they are. But like, in like not really. In like a cute really. and sexy way. Right. But like a, a prayer circle is, that's where the tea was spilled. Yeah. That's where that's where you got all the news of that day. Wow. Really? You know? Like, oh, I yeah. Heard, like, yeah. I heard Jolene has depression. It's like, Lord, I'd like to pray for Mary Lou. She is pregnant again. I don't know if anyone here knew that. But, but she, she does, does not, not know, know the, the father. father. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And that's always how it goes. <laughs> it's always how it goes, Barbara. <laughs> it, it really, really is. Yep. Listen. Just, I think ultimately... What we're trying to say is let people, if they're not hurting anybody or making it harder for someone else to live their life, let them fucking live their life. Right. Like, and honestly, like, support drag. I, yes. I You'll know, have like, a good time, I promise. If you're ever in Austin, come see Lori's show. Come Dude. see Lori's show. Come see some local Austin it's drag. It's fun. I've been to a few now, and I you have. have had the best time. Thank you. I, I mean, had the, the photos of us. The tea with yeah. that is, though, especially with supporting drag, is, like, the reason that our justice system is trying to come after drag in the first place is because they're trying to get to trans people and trying to get the marginalized people Absolutely. after that. Yes. So it's like, this is the first stepping stone to attacking more marginalized folks. So right. it's like, hey, support local drag and support drag in general. I would love if you. our elected officials could focus on, I don't know, like bettering our healthcare system or our transportation system or just like the homeless issues or like anything to better their constituents' right. life. Right. Rather than these non issues that, yeah. Anyways, I could go on about this for a very long time. No, and I'm I, sure it's going to be a, yeah. a fun hey. little discussion. Oh, you know. <laughs> I think because, like, the last thing I'll say about it or like that is that the day that I testified mm. in front of the Senate, the day before, there was another um, mass gun violence incident in Texas. Right. That no one seemed to care about. But we spent all, we had to spend our time 
trying to convince these people to let us wear our wigs. Yeah. And, 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 and makeup and dresses. Lives. Yeah. Wow, kids are dying. Literally, literally, kids are dying in schools. And it's more, what is it? It's like uh, your kid is most likely to die in a school shooting over a car accident now. I believe Statistically, so. which is very wild to yeah. me. But it's like the highest rate of of children um, deaths, I believe. Yeah, right. they do not care about kids. Eighteen and under, <laughs> which is very it is morbid, but it's the truth. It's the truth. And normally, you know, at least my style of drag, I'm 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 a clown, first and foremost. <laughs> I am anyway, and I love that word. I love that word. Yeah, people, I call myself a clown, and they'll look at me. They're like, "No, what do you mean?" I You're used so to do pretty. that to you, but I now understand. Bitch, what you I know mean. I'm pretty. Yes. I spend yeah. too much time to not be. <laughs> <laughs> So imagine if you walk up to me and you say, no, you're pretty. I just, I might as well lay in traffic. Because <laughs> like, I didn't think I wasn't before you said that. I thought I was pretty, but now you're, I know. Making, you're reassuring that I'm pretty. Which Do you want me to go, no, you are a clown. I know. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Yes. Clown. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into yeah. some of our questions we okay. got today for y'all. Uh, the first one, it's supposed to be a little icebreaker question, but because we've already so sorry. broken the ice for a little bit, I still want to ask this question because I'm very curious as to what you guys will think and our audience as well. If you guys want to answer it in the comments, I would love to hear your opinion. This is a would you rather question. Mm. Would you rather have a pause or a rewind button in your life? I, I'll answer this mm. now. I'm, I'm prepared. Yeah. A pause so I could remember this moment forever. Uh, no, but seriously, I would take a pause uh, only, and I would probably only use it when I am taking a nap. So Ooh. I can sleep longer and be able to do more things. Uh, I would never do rewind, though, because I'm I'm pretty confident within my past, and I think it shaped who I am as a person. Okay. Like, all my mistakes I've learned from, and all the trauma I've gone through, it made me funny. So, <laughs> right, right. It made me funny. So, like, I'm very thankful for that and learning the coping mechanisms that I did because of my past. So, no rewind needed. I'll take pause. Okay. I love that. So, so what are the stipulations? <laughs> well, let's discuss. Okay. Because here's my thing I, I guess I would also say pause because for a similar reason, I wouldn't rewind because I think you're experiences obviously make up who you are mm -hmm. but honestly i don't I, I i honestly i'm like i can't comprehend what it would be to pause my life yeah and so i don't think about it often because I, I when i when i saw this question i was like i, I don't let myself think about it. like i don't really deal in hypotheticals okay. very much because or like what am i gonna do but if i was gonna pause my life i think i would just want to pause it with because I, I had this kind of same thought the other day. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm in the good old days yeah. of my life. <laughs> I am in the good old days. You'll be looking back on this time period. Absolutely. I, and it could days. end at any moment. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I'm I'm happy that I realize this now. So I'll, I'll be 25 in about a month. And at any point, you know, I could no longer be able to do drag. I could no longer be able to stream. I could not even be it, you never know what's gonna happen you never know so i this think this building could collapse on us right now absolutely it, i hope it doesn't i was well if it but does it just make it quick <laughs> i would about to like be buried in drag be, sorry that's not the yeah it's far away from the question but i would i would say pause pause because but like with people yeah you know, i wouldn't pause time so much as i would like to just like extend little pockets of moments like mm. rtx for example all our yeah. friends came into town 
uh, people I've never gotten to see. And a lot of people got to see uh, me do like shows for the first time. Mm-hmm. I would I would just stretch out those moments because I know that even le- there, there are moments in my life now where I will leave shows knowing that that's going to be one of my favorite memories just always. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, it happened and now it's over. And as long as I'm able to, I'm just going to keep creating more of those moments because that's all I can do. Beautiful. And also a very, very good mentality to have (laughs) as well. Um, I agree with y'all. I think I would take a pause button, but only if I could share it with other people. Right. Like Trevor, for example, I would want to be able to pause time with him. Ew. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think more than ever, and I I think about this a lot, I wish there was just more hours in the day. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why I think about a pause button would be nice of just like, I just want to be able to have like when I get off of work at five o'clock and then I want to have like a long productive evening but i also want to watch tv and i also want to like clean and i also want to read my book and right. it's like there's so many things you want to do and so having a pause button just to allow yourself to like absolutely fit more stuff to in. like breathe honestly <laughs> yeah i'd be nice. curious though if anyone chose rewind because i can think of like some situations yeah. where i can maybe think of max two situations in my life where i'm like eh, i'd be okay if i didn't have you know have have lived through that yeah like i'd be okay if i went back and didn't right or didn't say that or but now i'm like i'm here yeah and i'm pretty okay with where i am i would challenge anyone who does rewind what are you trying to change and what did you learn from that situation that you didn't change because i feel like there's a lesson in everything and every action that you have done even if it's bad like I would love to rewind and not get my wisdom tooth taken out or take a sorry, take a bite of a burrito that didn't crack with my uh, wisdom right. teeth. I would love that. But also in that process, I also realized that my body metabolizes uh, anesthesia very quickly mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, this is cool knowledge to know for later. But I don't know. But you know what I will say for the rewind? I bet it's if, you, if for someone who chose rewind, I bet it wouldn't even be a matter of I wish I didn't do these things, but far more a. I wish I had done these things. Mm. Interesting. Because I wish I followed her to the airport and left right before she got to her game. This small town yeah. before Can't I was, went to her wedding and say, I exactly. object. I object. Something dramatic. I want to yeah. be with you. <laughs> Absolutely. And just like, you know, because think of the people. I know people that don't even leave the, their small town until they're maybe upwards of 40. Yeah. So if they do at all. Yeah. And plenty of folks who never leave and never have any interest. And maybe they don't regret it, but I think for the most part, people who do eventually like leave these places, it's always, I wish I'd done it sooner. Mm. Yeah. Or like even, even when it's drag or certain, I think even just key moments of life or taking up new arts, things like that. They just wish they'd done it sooner. I don't know. Yeah. A friend of mine had this incredible quote that they, I don't know if they've like saw it online or like someone else said it to them, but the quote was, if you're not changing it, you're choosing it. And so if like there is a situation you're unhappy about or like something about yourself you're unhappy with or something about your surroundings that you're like like even if you have like old pots and pans that you can't cook well with and it's like i gotta get new pans well if you don't change it you're choosing it i agree and it's the same with like your lifestyle i like that i agree yeah i think we right now there's a lot of oh and this i think i don't know if this is a very popular opinion but i say this as for me i'm gonna say it for me Mm -hmm. i've gotten way too comfortable making certain excuses for myself and certain uh, behaviors that do not benefit me by saying, like, I believe, especially because I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. I have ADHD out the ass. So if you can't tell by the everything about me. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I say, you know, I deserve grace with certain things. 
But there are also certain things that I want to be doing in my life that I will say, no, I'm not going to pressure myself because I deserve like the, I give myself the grace to yes. not do it. And I think that's true. But I also think there is a, for, for me, a point where I just, I would love to be able to say to myself, get off your ass. You're going to miss this. I think there's a balance. Yeah, right? there's a yeah, balance. Yeah, yeah. And you like, understand the balance. Exactly. And you notice that. And, and I, that's why I wouldn't say it's like everyone does that. I just, yeah. For, I've noticed it myself do it. Yeah. Just letting myself be a little too free with, I don't even want to call them excuses, but just, I don't even, I don't know what you'd call that. I know what you mean though. Yeah. Because like there is obviously the, the quote of like, if you're not changing it, you're choosing yeah. it. Yeah. Like, that is true to, to some extent, but mm-hmm. there's also, you can just, if you want to stay in bed all day and relax, you Absolutely. Do if you don't feel like going to the gym and you want to just take a bath, like do that. Like, of course, yeah. like do what's right for you, but also like, you know, don't be, I, I things think, uh, take, things in life take effort. Yeah. And like. Because there are there are days where I want to stay in bed, yeah. But I also don't like in in if I were if I come back tomorrow, I'm going to say I wish I hadn't. Yeah, you know. But well, it's, like, whatever. It's, I want to pick that rewind button. I would say, but it's <laughs> yeah. what you needed. True. In that moment, you're right because your body your body was telling you to do something that it needed, and that is what it was. I feel like yeah. I feel like a lot of the times people feel. That if you're like resting in bed or you spend the entire day like in the bathtub or something like that, that it's not productive. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, it was productive with you being in bed. Yeah. Like that did, is a task. You know what? Did you feel really relaxed? Did, did you feel you, relaxed? You know, did you have a, a good time? Break. I feel like a lot of the times we give ourselves unfair tasks or unfair timelines, but there's a balance. I, I yeah, 100% yeah. agree there's a balance where mm-hmm. there's moments where I'm like, no, get up and yeah. do the thing. Get up right. and do the yeah. thing. Get off TikTok. Get absolutely. off TikTok. <laughs> right. yeah. Go to bed. On the toilet for the third oh, hour. Absolutely. Literally. <laughs> and that can just be like indicative of where like my head is at. Like yeah. whenever you, 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 when you start working all the time, mm-hmm. I think that mindset of. You were on grind mindset, excuses. gamer. Thank You're on you. grind mindset. And honestly, it's, it's nice. It's really nice. But I hope that you were giving yourself time to really breathe and take a break and i'm saying this for myself as well because i right, did not right, do that yeah. this week so this is a manifestation <laughs> of time for both of y'all well thank you for indulging me oh absolutely question. i love the would you rather questions we're going to be doing more of those on the show because they're so fun if you're looking for some new wall art whether you're moving to a new place or you just want to refresh your current decor gallery panda is definitely the way to go They offer high-quality acrylic wall art, and their standard 16 by 24 print will take any living room, bedroom, gaming room, or man cave to the next level. Plus, command strips come with every order for easy, damage-free hanging. And you could even customize your own print. All you have to do is scroll down to the bottom of their website to upload your custom design. Even standard photos look amazing when printed with Gallery Panda's technology. You might have seen watching Always Open that we have some gallery prints of our own, Gallery Panda prints. We have the All Good No Worries logo that we got custom made, which looks incredible here on set. I have some personal ones at home that are hung up around our living room that add just the perfect amount of decor to our room. They have so many options and so many cool prints to choose from, as well as being able to upload your own. So go check it out. So go follow Gallery Panda on Instagram or go to gallerypanda.com to see some amazing art. You could also use our special promo code, which is always 30, to get 30% off your order of large acrylic wall art for the first 50 people to check out. So go quickly. Normally, you could only get this good of a deal by finding them at places like New York Comic Con. But thanks to this promo code, you could get a Comic Con level deal online. All right, let's get to our user submitted questions. Um, 
If you have a question and you are watching the show or listening to it, you could absolutely submit one to alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. We love having your questions and being able to talk about it on the show. So please send them in. All right. Is it wrong to want to experience being with other trans people after coming out even though I'm in a monogamous relationship? Hey, y'all. I've recently come out as a trans woman to my partner and my closest friends. Everyone around me has been very accepting, but none of my friends are trans or completely understand how I'm feeling. I've recently been curious about being with other trans people romantically and sexually, as I feel that there would be more understanding as to how I'm feeling not only emotionally but also physically too. But know that my partner would not be open to an open or even poly relationship. I love them and understand why they are not open to this, as we've talked about an open relationship before, but that's why I haven't brought up my feelings recently. What do y'all think I should do? I think, first of all, congratulations. Yes. Because um, being able to finally make that realization about yourself, to make that transition, congratulations. It's very hard to do. Absolutely. And uh, I commend anyone. Uh, all my trans siblings, I think, are some of the strongest people in the world. In the world. And I'm not even exaggerating. They're, just, they're <laughs> fucking cool. In the world. But when it comes to monogamy and uh, opening up the relationship, there are already so many moving parts, mm-hmm. individual to that that union, that relationship. And then you add in the uh, queer element, and it does make things more complex. Because I think, you know, we say sometimes that uh, straight people and gay people have the same relationships. It's not always the case because there can be so much more nuance in a mm-hmm. queer relationship because there is there's a different psychology um, in, in a lot of regards because identities sometimes are a bit more fluid. Right. And so is sexuality. And it's not that, you know, straight couples aren't, but it's just there's less expectation that it, that's going to come up mm. and less expectation that you have to address it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So I think that th- to say that there, this person is set in this belief, I believe in more fluidity, mm. I think, but also it is hard it is. to open up in a long time monogamous relationship. Well, think, you know, it, obviously this is a very unique situation. Um, that we can't necessarily tell you what to do or not to do because mm-hmm. it's very dependent on your particular relationship. But I will say, like, if you are currently in a monogamous relationship with somebody, it's a partnership. And so, like, if your partner is not comfortable with opening up a relationship or with you being with other people while also being with them, that's a boundary that I think needs to be respected if you want to remain in that right. relationship. Um, but maybe you guys just haven't talked through all the different options and like how they're feeling mm-hmm. about certain things and exploring different options in that sense. Uh, I know that this person mentioned that they haven't talked about it recently, um, but have in the past. And so maybe feelings could right. change. But I think if it's something that you really want to explore and your current partner is not up for that, you kind of have to figure out which one you want to go with. There are some difficult yeah. decisions difficult ahead. Difficult decision. I would say, first and foremost, communicate your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it can be a little bit difficult, but this person does love you at the end of the day. And sometimes conversations are needed in order for you to grow and f- for your partner to grow, too. And then also... After having that conversation, uh, maybe give your partner a couple of resources so they can better understand what your experience is like. They can't 
I think the term is they can't sympathize with you because they can't be in the same situation, but they can empathize with you. Is that what it is? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they can at least empathize or at least get your perspective on how you're seeing the world and how they can better, um, you know, help out. And maybe that could turn into, you know, sure, let's give it a try. Or maybe it doesn't. And you have to have that conversation with yourself on if you want to continue that relationship or if you want to further explore, you know, uh, having a romantic or sexual relationship with trans folks or yeah. something like that. Right. So, Yeah, I think it's uh, – I had a friend recently go through this exact kind really? of uh, – Yeah, this situation where the there was a pretty much ongoing discussion about wanting to open up the relationship on mm-hmm. one person's part. And the other person just wasn't about it. So they parted very amicably and as friends. But sometimes that's that's part of discovering more about who you are and uh, I think who you love and how you love. Yeah. It's hard. It's it's it's, it's hard. That's my answer. It's hard. Sorry. It's hard. Very difficult. Hard. Well, it's a very – it's a complex situation. But I do yeah. – I mean, I feel like if you are having these desires and, and want to explore that part of your newfound sexuality and identity, and that's something that you really feel like you need in life, you should do it. And I, I like if that partner is not willing to work on having an open relationship or changing the the dynamic of your relationship, then maybe that is something you need to come to terms with in order to be able to explore the side of you because that is important to growing and discovering more about yourself. I, I agree. Think, you know, it's I also... Think- it's tough. No, you, you go. go. No, you go. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I, just, I, I think um, I, I wouldn't want you to, you know, be 20 years down the line and say, I wish I had How to let myself. Had a rewind button. Had let yourself um, explore these things that you uh, are, you know, very, uh, or you might seriously need right now. Yeah. You know? That's my, I, I have a very fluid view on relationships anyhow so um yeah right yeah but it but like like you said you can't have a fluid you can't have a fluid view on relationships if it's disrespecting the anyone involved mm-hmm. and i think you're right you both said this but there's a point where a discussion cannot become coercion yes because you and because and that that's that's dangerous too because there are instances where i've seen partners who want to appease the partner who does want to be open so they'll say oh yeah i'm fine with this thing when maybe in reality they aren't or and and if they if they may think they're fine with it and then realize they're not once it happens and then that it's very tricky but i think the biggest the biggest component is always staying level with that partner and making sure the walls of defense are not like being built because if you watch you will see that them get built and once they get built ooh, it's hard to bring them down so just keeping it so honest and like the intent of the betterment of each other forward, I think helps you keep those walls low during these conversations. So I think. Great point. Yeah. yeah. No, that's because a... it's oh, it's hard once they get up. It's hard. Once yeah. Up. Oh yeah. I will say uh, in this conversation and this you discovering yourself, do not feel bad about discovering yourself. Right. And Period. Sometimes I feel like people put themselves on the back burner instead of the like front burner, and you are a, <laughs> a you're a, a prize stew that needs to be on the front burner of the yeah, stove. Yeah. People need access to mix you up. Yeah. There it is. But yeah, just carrots. Don't feel bad about vegetables. you discovering more things about yourself and discovering your identity. You're trying to be become unapologetically yourself so continue to do that 
Right. Okay. And if you if you get seen as a villain, hey, just be a villain. That's what I do. Also, <laughs> if, you, if you stay in a relationship that you're not necessarily like completely happy with or don't feel like you could fully explore who you are with, there might be a lot of like animosity towards your partner or That's just the word there was some resentment <laughs> that builds up over time because <laughs> right. you're not getting to kind of have this release or this mm -hmm. like experience that you really mm -hmm. want to try. And so that's something to keep in mind, too. You yeah. don't want to resent your partner. Yeah. Yeah. I think I also like when Bliss said um, giving them resources mm. because a lot of people's understanding of the language when it comes to opening a relationship, a lot of people will just hear, oh, you want to just have sex with other people. Yeah. You just want to fuck other people. Not always. You know, sometimes yeah. it can be a group activity. It can be fun. And right? I mean, it's 2023. I am so tired of any shame around sex between consenting adults. Do what you are going to yeah. do and have Fun with it. We are animals who are going to be dead in like what 30, 40 years. Who I don't knows, know the way things are going. That's what I'm Aliens saying. Aliens and climate. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> so, having my midlife crisis at twenty seven. There so. you go. <laughs> I call it's my a quarter life. I, I know I'm calling mine a quarter life. Optimistically, <laughs> optimistically, yeah, with a lot of optimism. She says, <laughs> but I just I, you are so like life is so short. It's so short, and life there are so, so many people in the world, and so many of them will want to see you happy. And I bet even your partner is one of them. Yeah. So just, you know, but be ready to make difficult decisions. Not to rehash everything, but yeah. it's hard. No, it's good. It's hard. It's hard. But congratulations. Yes, congrats and good luck. Um, feel free to follow up with us um, to that email, always open at Rashid.com. If uh, you heed our advice or don't, let us know how right. it goes. We'd love to hear back from you. Um, but yeah, that is our, that's our show for today. Oh, perfect. Bliss, Lori. Thank you for being here. Barbara, thank you. I had oh, so much fun. Of course. Absolutely. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Lori.Bird, L-A-W-R-I-E, and all around Austin every third Friday at Oil Can Harry's and every now and then just doing shows all around the city. Hell yeah. Love to see it. Thank and you. Blizz, anything you would like to, to plug what you're, you're um, up to these days? Hi, everyone. I'm Blizz. I'm uh, one of the co-hosts for Inside Gaming. You can check us out on YouTube.com slash Inside Gaming, where BK, Jack, and I, and Evan, we host gaming news. And I also stream on Twitch as well, uh, twitch.tv slash Blizz. I got rid of the bear. Wow, look at you. I know. I'm, cha I'm changing it up. I'm, just, I'm just Blizz now. And uh, my Twitter's still Blizz Bear, if you want to. Why did the camera go away from me? Uh-uh. <laughs> Oh, I'm not done talking, okay? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. bring it, it back, bring it back, bring no, it back. No, much better. Oh. I, no, I, find me on Twitter. I'm funny. I have too much trauma and it made me funny. There we go. <laughs> no rewind button. No rewind button. <laughs> None for us. Well, thank you guys for being here so much. And thank you all for watching the show. Uh, we really appreciate you being here. And please do share it with people if you enjoy it. Obviously, what we're doing here, we really want people to watch the show and to get a lot of love for you know the things we talk about and everything like that so please do share it with a friend if you are so inclined and we'll see you next time support local drive bye. do it bye i don't know where the camera is it's somewhere <laughs> it's all over hey <laughs>